There's got to be 10 guaranteed ways that you can succeed in commercial real estate in today's marketplace. Knowing what we know, experiencing what we've experienced, watching investors day in and day out, there simply has to be a checklist of ways that you can succeed in commercial real estate. I wonder if you'd help me develop that list. The first one that comes to mind is buying property on today's cash flow. And when I refer to cash flow, I'm talking about pre-tax cash flow, where you take in consideration the gross rents, less vacancy, less expenses, less your debt service gets you down to cash flow. Now, there's a simple one-year performa on how that property is going to perform. That's absolutely correct. You're concerned about what's going to happen next year and five years from now, but you're going to stop the property in time. You're going to say, what is it doing today? Does it make sense based upon what's happening right now today? And if it does, that's a good indication that you should proceed to see what the property will do in the future. A snapshot of today's performance. The mistakes that have been made in the past where people have always bet on tomorrow where they'll say, well, it's losing money today or it's breaking even today, but I can do this or I can do that, and all of a sudden the property will be much more valuable. We've learned the hard way that when you buy a piece of property, you buy it based on today's economics. And your illustration of a snapshot is 100% correct. What is it doing? Stop it in time and say, this is a good deal based upon just today and not anything else that could happen. I like the property with the results that it's generating right now. So don't depend on the greater fool theory. Don't depend on the property doing something tomorrow that you can't guarantee. Look at it today. Something that's fascinating that we have learned the hard way. We acquired a number of shopping centers in the two to three state area over the last two to three years. And we have increased the cash flow a small amount, not a tremendous amount, a small amount. We have taken a number of these properties and packaged them up together and we've taken them to the marketplace. Well, I'll be the first one to tell you that I've been a little bit disappointed because the buyers who have taken a look at these properties are using the same criteria that I used when I bought the properties one year, two year, three years ago. They're saying, Mike, what's the cash flow? And I'll say, well, this is today's cash flow, but let me tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. Let me tell you what's going to happen next year. And they don't want to hear that. No, they don't want to hear that. It sounds like a recording. It sounds like what I said to the seller a year ago when I bought the shopping center, when I said, I want to buy your property. And he says, well, here is the cash flow, but here's tomorrow's cash flow, and let's buy it based upon what's going to happen tomorrow. And I'll say, that's of no interest to me. I'm buying it based upon today, what it's going to do for me right now. And all the buyers that we talk to all day long are all saying the same thing. Mike, we don't want to see the future. We want to see your operating income and expenses right now, and we're going to base our price based upon what's happening today. Well, the, the benefits of ownership of commercial real estate have shifted from a heavy tax implication to now where we're looking more for cash flow. So if you buy today based on what you might be able to sell the property for down the road, and you buy strictly based on today's cash flow, you're going to be prepared for those shifting of benefits because you haven't put heavy emphasis on one category or the other. In addition to the shifting of benefits, we've seen a small margin for error. The vacancy factors that we used to factor in were maybe 5%, maybe 6%. We did these wonderful performances based on you know, having 95% of the property rented, and that was an acceptable level. Today's marketplace, we've got many properties that have never achieved anything above 90%. And in fact, maybe the acceptable level today of performance in a property is a 90% occupancy or viewed the other way, a 10% vacancy. Maybe we'll never get to a 95% occupancy level. How does the property perform if only 90% of the property is rented out and producing income? The other thing I think we have to be careful of when we look at buying on today's cash flow it was we don't fall into that rents can be raised, quote unquote, syndrome, where we believe either the broker or we believe the seller that the first thing that's going to happen when we purchase the property is we're going to raise the rent. 
You must take that quick snapshot of today's cash flow, look at it economically, not tomorrow, not how it did yesterday, but right today. If you can raise the rents, fine. If the lease is expired and you can get other tenants to move in there at a higher rent, terrific. But don't buy it based on that because it might not happen. One thing that we have seen over the recent past is great stability in three areas which affect cash flow. And the three areas, first, is rents have stabilized. We have not seen much movement in rents up or down in quite some time. In addition, we have seen great stability in operating expenses. There have been some quick movement in insurance and real estate taxes, but those seem to have stabilized over the last two to three years. We've also seen great stabilization in debt service or in interest rates. And when you have those three factors that stabilize income, expenses, and debt service or interest rates, then all of a sudden you see a income stream or cash flow which is more predictable. Cash flows will stabilize because of the three factors.